All right. All right. Welcome All right. to Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm your host for today, Cody Stoffer. And um, we're going to just wait a second and make sure some people get in here for our Offer Doll and Banks breakdown. So we're just going to give it a second for people to join on it. We'll join on it. For the gram. All right, so it is six o'clock. So if anyone has any comments or questions, go ahead and let us know. I'm gonna change the title of this to Jack Offerdahl and Ryken Banks Killing Breakdowns. Perfect. You love to see that. <clears throat> Welcome to the chat. If you have any comments, just questions to make about their film or our assessment, fill us in. So. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and give him a follow. And if you're not already, go ahead and follow at Jack Offerdahl on Twitter and also at Riken underscore Banks on Twitter. These are two class of 2026 players here. Um, Jack playing for you know, the Dakota Ridge Middle School program and uh, Riken Banks playing for the Parker Hawks program. So, you know, there's a little bit of coverage from Prep Red Zone. You also have that Jack played for Team Full Gorilla, so shout out to TFG for, you know, letting us watch tryouts and also inviting us to all their events. And, um, you know, 
Jack here. I'm just gonna go ahead and start jumping into this. Jack Offerdahl is the younger sibling of Charlie Offerdahl. He is a walk-on at CU right now and was our number five or four ranked senior safety in the class of 2021. So the very first year that we did our top five senior positions, Charlie Offerdahl was on that list. And, you know, we said that he was a scholarship kind of guy. And, um, you know, I think that he's well on his way to earning said scholarship. And uh, Jack Offerdahl seems to be on a very similar path of, you know, being uh, uber athletic and, you know, responsible, do it all kind of stud on the football field. I mean, how can you not love, you know, 4.0 GPA coming in? Uh, looks like he weighs 155.10. That's already a pretty, that's a really good size coming in as a freshman, honestly, and uh, promotes a lot of room for growth. So I'm going to watch through his film and then decide whether to grade him as a free safety running back or wide receiver, or maybe do like a composition of all those grades. But, you know, the name of the game when grading eighth graders heading into high school is looking at the situation that they're heading in. You know, Jack, he is heading to Dakota Ridge High School. And so you look at the running back position and you have, you know, a D1 guy and Noah Triplett there already, right? So maybe he's not gunning for that job so much. He also has some time at quarterback, but for those who don't know, Blake Palandino will be playing quarterback. So, you know, maybe not as necessary there. Then you look at, you know, free safety or wide receiver, and they do have to replace a major cog in their machine in Dante Capolungo, right? So little things like that are going to determine you know how soon do you think we can get on they can get on the varsity field if they need to be on the varsity field as freshmen and you know maybe the program's ability slash whatever they have going on at the time so you know there's a variety of factors here and you know grading is always a little bit difficult with middle school because it is so different from high school and high school is easily what we grade the most right so you know there are going to be some little variances here but this is judged on a middle school-esque level and then looking ahead to high school. So it's a weird in-between, right? But something that we hope to kind of focus in on and give a proper judgment and assessment and things for Jack to work on in the offseason for football as, you know, the summer is rolling around now. Happy June. And, um, you know, looking to see how we can help him out. So, you know, Jack and Riken, uh, thank you both, 2026 guys, for filling out our Playmakers request sheet. And uh, if you want to know how to do that, you go to any of our social medias. I'm just going to go to our Twitter as an example. You go ahead and go here and you go to the link tree, right? And you go ahead and fill out this film request breakdown sheet if you want to be featured. But in addition to that, and something that we do want to promote is brought to you by, you know, Under Armour as well as Evolution Player Optimization. There is a high school 7v7 tournament coming up. We encourage any and all programs, including this very Dakota Ridge program to participate. And you know, if you want any information, go to our link tree, click on the link. It's, you know, a there's a qualifier round in the north, there's a qualifier round in the south, and then, you know, it all concludes on June 29th. And so, you know, Playmakers Corner, we will be there, you know, in some capacity, whether that is Mason and Simon, it looks like the 25th and the 26th, I'll be able to be there as well since it is a Saturday and Sunday. So it's going to be on a weekend. And then, you know, the final day of the tournament will be on the 29th. So please talk to your high school 
get qualified for this. We're going to use this as a little bit of our season preview for some programs who do sign up for that. So go ahead and give us a first glance at what your passing game looks like, what your defense looks like, and uh, you know, get signed up so we can get a good preview of you, get you some more exposure on the map. Obviously, Under Armour is not a bad connection to have. And, uh, you know, this could be the start of something that becomes a tradition here in Colorado. So talk to your varsity high school programs to look into this and even win prize money for your football program. Makes fundraising a little bit easier because fundraising season is the worst part of high school football, in my opinion. And uh, go ahead and expedite that process a little bit by winning this tournament. But anyways, jumping back to Jack Arfordall here. He's the first athlete we are going to be looking at in my turn. What if I go full screen? I'll probably have a little bit more. Sorry, I'm just trying to manage this volume here. Hopefully that sails there. But anyways, let's go ahead and jump into Jack Offerdahl's film. So Jack sent in this link, right? 5'10", 150, 2026, running back, wide receiver, defensive back. This is exactly what your huddle should look like. And then, you know, let's go ahead and check out his huddle because I bet, yeah. So look, he has his positions. He has his height and weight. He has a 40 yard dash. He has his GPA and, you know, some of his priorities as well. So. This is what your film should look like. Go to highlights. Newest is typically where we look first. So you have all of this going. And uh, this is the film that we will be watching. 157 views, not bad. Um, gonna have to deal with an ad because I showed you guys what to look for. But if you look at his Twitter bio as well, this is very obvious here. What is his graduating year? What positions does he play? Height, weight, grade, GPA. No one's gonna recruit a bad student. I mean, really, I've seen some D1 talent who doesn't get their chance because they don't get it done in the classroom. So, and then, you know, taking care of business, making sure not to post anything that's out of contact here, right? Or out of pocket, take care of your social media. It is something that schools will look at as well. But I'll look away for one second. We already got a big play here. So here he is out running back, right? Let's pull out that rubric. Okay, nice cut. And off to the races. No one's going to catch him. All right, here we go again at the running back position. Got another handoff out of shotgun. Sees his hole, splits the defenders, makes this team look uh, like some kids who may not carry over that interest into high school. All right, we got another carry here. And what? What? I missed that. So he runs into this pile here. Must be... Okay, so I think this is him right here. Yep, he stays on his feet. So great body control. The defense gives up on this play. He never gives up on this play. Spins back up and stands back up. Not sure if he made it all the way to the end zone. Alright, so here we have some safety film it looks like. Goes ahead, makes the tackle. Helps out this uh, cornerback of his, it looks like. All right, low punt. He's probably returning this punt, if I had to guess. Yep. Nice catch off the bounce. Good vision. 
down the left sideline and adios. Wow, high five. Uh, all right, here he is once again at tailback. Right up the gut, nice little cuts, good body control. And Dakota Ridge, here's the thing about Dakota Ridge, they do have Noah Triplet, right? However, they're not afraid to use multiple backs when the opportunity is possible. All right, this looks like a big old kid here on a swing pass. Let's see what he does form-wise. All right, gets low, gets low, makes it. I'd rather see him wrap up, but that's all right. I'm assuming this is a go route. Yep, so he's playing wide receiver on this one. Makes bobble catch. All right, here he is, that wide receiver again. Good takeoff, honestly. Comes back to the ball. It's a screen. Makes a move, stays on his feet. Just excellent body control is what I'm getting from Jack Offerdahl here, that he can stand tall, he can bounce off of defenders, and stay on his feet. So as a ball carrier, you know, he has a lot of upside and value here. Looks like maybe there's a hold here. So, all right, here at the tailback position once again. And I mean, this, okay, all right. All right, full tilt, full stop. Oh my gosh, look at this hurdle. Are you kidding me? What a hurdle. What a hurdle. That is an insane play. I mean, just, ugh. I mean, this kid is diving at him, but still. What an athletic play and what a good read of the move to make, honestly. All right, so here we have a return again, I'm assuming. Oh, nice cut back. And off to the house. Seeing him do it against some different teams is helping his stock a little bit too. Seeing the consistency of what she's able to do these things. That is a risky pickup right there. I'm not sure if that's a decision I necessarily love as coach. But then you see him make the play like this and you say, all right, just never again. All right, so here we have him at safety. Starts off in the box, drops back, baits the quarterback, makes the pick. Great play here. Some more defensive film. Here's that big old running back again. Hits him low. All right. Here he is at safety again. Good back pedal, smooth hips. Keeping an eye on the quarterback, assumingly. Jumps that pass. Way to break on the ball. Right, here he is at running back again. Gets tripped up, stays on his feet. Really powerful for that 150 frame. Um, obviously it's going to look a little bit better on this middle school level, but, uh, you know, still checks out, you know, on this, uh, still poses promise, I should say, on the high school level. Not sure if he makes that catch. Go ahead and let the plays play all the way to the end. There, Jack. All right, there he goes down the sideline. Here he is on the defensive side of the ball again, backpedal, and then he has to come up and make a play in the run game here. And boy, does he. Nice wrap up. All right, down the right sideline, nice catch. All right, not quite the burners to get all the way downfield. All right, got a punt here. Oh 
my goodness. What a powerful runner he is when he stays centered. Oh, way to rip that ball out too. So it looks like most of the film that we have to go off of is the tailback film. So I will be assessing him from the running back position for my rubric's sake. However, I do acknowledge that he does have a ton of upside on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, you know, his brother, Charlie, we really liked him as a safety, obviously. But uh, Charlie also contributed out of the backfield pretty, pretty well. And then I, I'm pretty sure that TFG has been able to use him in a variety of ways as well. So let's go ahead and restart that. Oh, my goodness. We did not restart. Oh, let me escape the ads. We're just going to restart this entirely because I'm not sure what that's going to be doing. But anyways, um, I'm going to start putting together his rubric here. And then I will share with the class what I have landed on. So let's go ahead and white all those out. And just as a reminder, when we're grading running backs, the scale that we're using includes footwork, receiving, power slash explosiveness, agility slash change of direction, speed, balance slash body control, locking, tackle breaking, and acceleration. These are all scored out of 10, one through three being needs improvement, four through six being average, seven through eight being above average to good, and eight to nine being good to great, and nine to 10 being you know a skill that is in their bag so to speak. Um, all right, so here we go. He's got good speed, you know, at, as a as a 4.8. That's that's respectable speed, I'd say. Not the fastest, you know, in the world, but not necessarily the slowest. Agility slash change of direction is obviously very capable of that. We see some receiving ability as well. You'll have to see that upside. No spectacular catches, but the ability to run some routes, you know, at the wide receiver position, at the slot position, and out of the backfield, never necessarily a bad thing to have in your bag. What a hurdle. Gosh, I can't get over that. I have to remind myself to keep my zen <laughs> and not lose my mind too much over it. All right, let's keep an eye on this. Keep an eye on his footwork on this return here a little bit. We'd also kind of use his defensive footwork as a scale for his overall footwork. 
Uh, footwork is a transferable skill for literally every single position. Um, obviously, your footwork looks a little bit different when you're running with the football compared to when you're tackling, compared to when you're throwing the football. However, you know, sound footwork, a good base, and ability to change directions and not let your base get too close is going to be considered with all categories of football. So that is something to keep in mind, obviously. All right, here we got another running back play here. Stays on his feet. Just incredible balance and strength, honestly. Couple people missed the tackle here. He's gonna have to play cleanup. His ankles do bend a pretty considerable amount. He moves pretty smooth though. A little bit of back and forth uh, verbally for everyone. So here he is punching the ball. Any way you can get onto the field is uh, not a bad thing, especially when you're really athletic, right? Because then you give whatever team you're trying out for the upside of being to legitimately run, you know, punter kind of uh, fakes, you know, fake punt runs, fake punt passes, etc. The more capable you are. He's very capable, so... left this play and then probably go back to the beginning right there coming full stop will ding the footwork just a little bit nice takeoff here boom he almost gets too low on his tackles if that makes sense all right from the top one last time as I, well, one last time to get my final grades and then I will let it play a little bit uh, in the background. But then you see footwork like that and it just knocks you back. Oh my gosh, I can't believe he stays up on that. Wish that there is a little bit more blocking film on here but you know in at the middle school level that's such a hard thing to grade because when you have an athlete like jack you don't really want to ask him to block ever um it's kind of a waste of of talent in in a lot of ways so Way to keep focused on the ball there. And just have to rate one last category here. Just 
go through everything one more time. Nice catch here on the shovel. He has incredible vision. That's one thing that you notice about a lot of these younger running backs is that no, their vision is really good. I mean, granted, that's a nice hole to run through, but seeing him be able to do that up the middle on returns as well is something else that I find pretty reassuring. I say as a return is happening right now um, and just understanding where your matchups are. Look at him stay on his feet and turn nothing into something. Just incredible. All right, I think I'm just about ready to start sharing this rubric and start recommending some things that he can work on. No, that's going to stay. We're going to bump it up point one. Okay, so Jack offered all. Thank you for your patience. And um, let's not do any of that. We're just going to bring it over, shall we? So, um, actually, before I do that, I'm just going to white all of that out. Boom. Okay. So, take two here. As we look at, you know, the rubric here, vision. I think that vision is one of the best things that he does do. Um, you know, I think that, like I said, he definitely gets a lot of points for being able to return, you know, punts or kicks or what have you and find the open lanes and be able to identify those. But also staying true to his running lanes and also knowing when to bounce it outside. I think that, you know, his vision is something that easily carries over to the high school level and is something that, you know, he'll find success with is finding the open field and being able to make something out of that. Footwork here. Foot, footwork was a really tricky one because he does a lot of different things with his footwork and actually upon a little bit more thought, I am going to bump it up to a 6.6. .6. It's just that sometimes he comes to a full stop and that's not what you want to see. You want to see those feet constantly moving. It's usually when he's getting ready to make a really big move and he goes across the field, he comes to a full stop. Higher level footwork, you'll be able to be going right and then just move left. You know, that very fluid kind of movement. And while he is capable of, you know, keeping his feet moving, such as this clip right here, where he stays on his feet, they're very strong and he's able to get up and, you know, make something out of nothing there also are those plays where he comes to complete stop or you know there are plays where he makes a big cut you know he makes a pretty sweet cut he's able to make quick cuts he's able to make big jukes it's just that those big jukes take a lot more time out of his footwork and so that's something that you know worries me just a little bit as far as you know footwork and what keeps it at a 6.6 .6 rather than something higher so being able to make those bigger movements um off your feet is going to elevate your footwork game here as well as just seeing a little bit more volume and variety of of kinds of plays i mean a lot of these handoffs are pretty straightforward we don't see too many counter steps or anything like that which obviously plays a huge role into um you know the footwork category receiving you know i have it rated out of 5.9 i think that he's a very solid receiver i could put it out of six i could put it out of six well i'm gonna put it out of 5.9 um Obviously, he gets passes, you know, from the wide receiver spot. There's one right there. There's another one coming immediately after this that's like a screen pass. You know, you see a go, you see a screen, you see some bubbles. 
Um, not the craziest route variety, so that's why I don't give it a significantly higher grade here. That's why it sits at 5.9, because it's something that I know he's capable of, and it's a skill that he has. I just am not sure, you know, are you going to be able to go into empty sets, and is he going to be able to run stick and nods, or whip routes, or corner routes, or, you know, how complex can his route tree grit? route tree get and so that's one of my big challenges to offer it all is to work on that route tree and provide your team with more levels of explosiveness and more points of exploitation exploitation for the defense and being able to learn that route tree significantly is going to not only help you as a wide receiver but way more as a defensive back because you're going to be able to know whatever they're going to throw at you right power slash explosiveness i was kind of going back and forth on this obviously you have times where He's unstoppable and, you know, he just keeps going. But there's also times where it kind of takes him a second to build up that speed and that explosiveness. Um, he's not necessarily like a one cut kind of guy all the time. But, you know, he does show a level of strength that does warrant a little bit more respect here. That's why I'm going to go ahead and put it at a 5.6. It's just sometimes, you know, he can get dragged down by one really skinny guy. And sometimes, you know, he can truck through half a team. So it's more of an inconsistency thing than it is a lack of the skill. So developing that and just playing a little bit lower sometimes too. He can run pretty tall and you're going to lose a lot of power and explosiveness running that tall. Agility slash change of direction. This is one of the best skills that he does have right up there with his vision and his balance slash body control. I think that, you know, his cuts and jukes are one of the bigger aspects of his game. They're not the most crisp, that's why it lands here at a 7.4, but I'd say that he has a pretty decent bag with, you know, big cuts, you know, quick cuts, as well as, you know, just being able to use the field to his advantage to, you know, find those openings. And he can move across the field uh, fairly well. Um, you know, I think that's something that actually, I, I was going back and forth on this a little bit before the segment, so that's where it's going to land. Speed, you know, he has it listed in his huddle 4.8. That's pretty good speed, but sometimes he looks really slow. I don't know if it's a fatigue thing, perhaps, from a high usage percentage, but his speed can taper off at the end of runs. You know, there's some runs that cut off a little early, and it makes me curious on, you know, that defender is closing that distance uh, fairly quickly in some of those clips, and so that's something that makes me think, you know, that he can get a little bit faster. I mean, he still is, like I said, he's a class of 2026, still a freshman. There's still plenty of room to get faster. Um, so no worries there. Or like, you know, some of these passes down the sidelines, I expect, you know, an offer all to be able to take those the rest of the way, right? Okay, we're gonna hop back here. But then in some instances, he's, he's able to close distance pretty quickly. But bounce slash body control, this is actually his best strength here so that's going to go up to an 8.3 upon further thought um look when you're able to do the things that he does as far as staying on your feet that is a big point of emphasis for me on body control and you know the cuts that he's able to make obviously plays a role in his body control and his strength and tackle breaking that's all a part of it but the way that He's just able to stay on his feet, even with such little leverage. You know, there's plays where his legs are all the way out from his body out here, and he's still able to, you know, use other people's leverage for his leverage. And that's a high IQ, very experienced kind of move to be dealing with at this level of football. And it warrants an 8.3. You know what? It warrants an 8.4. It's really damn impressive um, from Jack Offerdahl. So 
blocking. I have it rated out of 4.4 because there are plays where he does get really low and he shows a physicality on defense and he understands how leverage works, hence the body control. And so, you know, when you have good body control on top of, you know, know-how of leverage and you understand it fundamentally, and then you're able to practice that on the defensive side of the ball, it gives me hope for the offensive side of the ball being able to block. And uh, five foot 10, 150 pounds is still on the smaller side, but it's not like he's, you know, six foot five, 150 pounds, and it's like, where's all the weight, right? He's not scrawny per se. He's, you know, scaled to his size, I'd say fairly well. Um, so that that's a very similar frame and size that I was playing at. And so from a running back position, you can rely on him for a chip block every once in a while to slow down a defender, I believe. Tackle breaking. Uh, I have this rated at 6.5. This is, you know, one of his better skills, I'd say. We see him constantly break tackles on his film. So, Cody, why is it only rated at a 6.5? It feels like it should be higher. Because there are plays where he does get tackled by one guy. The level of consistency of breaking tackles matters a whole bunch, right? You have to consistently break tackles. You have to consistently punish defenders to get into a higher realm. Now, I'm not necessarily concerned about addressing this. I feel like this will come with time. This will come with size. This will come with growth and hitting the weight room. Um, so just continue to hit the weight room and then be more consistent running lower. It's a similar reason why your power slash explosiveness kind of sits here in the mid range is because you're not always running at the consistent pad level. And, you know, when you break tackles, you are running at a better leverage, getting underneath the defender's shoulder pads and popping them real good, right? And last but not least, acceleration. You know, I talked a little bit earlier that sometimes his, his explosiveness isn't there, but there are times where he does flash. I mean, I'm just going to go to the very first play of his highlight reel. This acceleration is absurd, right? And then right here off that cut, no one's going to catch him. He gets up to his top speed. It's not the quickest top speed, but it's enough to create that sudden distance. I believe that you could probably also see it here on the second play of this film. It's like right here, there's a different gear to get between those two defenders. And so that's why, you know, his acceleration sniffs this eight rating because, you know, it is so well timed, I should say, for his acceleration. And, you know, it is present. It is present is what I will say. So make sure that you go ahead and find Jack Offerdahl. I believe that his name is, his first name is John, but he prefers to go by Jack. So call him Jack. And, uh, you know, you can find him on Twitter at Jack Offerdahl. You can go ahead and watch the exact same highlight reel that I just watched with you guys. And, um, you know, take a, take a gander for yourself. Obviously, mad respect to the 4.0. We want that to continue into high school. But we have for the final grade for Jack Offerdahl as a running back being a 66.3. Uh, I think that this is on par for, you know, running backs who could potentially see time on the football field. I do think that there are going to be opportunities for him to get some carries this year in a Dakota Ridge game. I mean, they are going to have some games that they probably just kick the snot out of someone. But, you know, he's a very solid athlete. I know that, you know, I'm pretty sure that his dad coaches on the team still. So you are going to have some opportunities there and then you know there was a little bit of an exodus here in this past 2022 season i mean Kapalungo graduated like i said a huge defensive back you know our number two rated cornerback 
for the class of 2022. Um, then also, you know, the leading receiver, uh, Fitzhugh, also graduated, as well as number three, um, Lafave, or Lafave, I want to say, who is their number four receiver. He also graduated. So you have a lot of graduates on the offensive side of the ball and the pass-catching corps, and this is going to be an offense that has the ability to really push the ball downfield this next year. So you have those kind of holes to fill. On the defensive side of the ball, Capolongo with seven interceptions, and then Fave with two interceptions and Orr with an interception. These are all potential places to find some snaps, right? They do have some secondary members who did rack up a lot of pass deflections last year, but, you know, with some of these very athletic players graduating, there are going to be opportunities to compete for a spot. And I even say, you know, throughout this year, there are going to be opportunities where, you know, this Dakota Ridge team is going to blow the brakes off of some teams and you're going to have a chance to get in. I mean, wow, this is a really interesting schedule. Whoa, this schedule's awesome. But, uh, I mean, they played Rampart last year. Rampart's not a team that I see taking a huge stride forward. So look to maybe get some snaps during the Rampart game. Uh, at the bare minimum, and, you know, with whatever snaps you get in any of these games, be grateful for them, utilize them, learn from them, and in turn, you know, try and seize an opportunity. Be ready for your number to be called, and uh, when you do, don't let them take you out of the lineup, is what I say to any of these high school athletes. And, uh, you know, the, the great thing, the beauty of Jack Offerdahl is that he will have chances to play on the defensive side of the ball at wide receiver and maybe get some snaps at running back as well. So that does it for Jack. Once again, go ahead and follow him on his social medias. He's right here on Twitter. Uh, we just followed him. And uh, keep an eye on his career. He's going to be a promising young candidate. And, uh, you know, I think that he's somebody who's going to make an all-state team one day um, in the first team or second team regards. Um, so you can go ahead and pencil that one down. With that being addressed, you know, we're about midway through the stream here, obviously, as we're doing two players. And this second player is Riken Banks. He played for the Parker Hawks youth football team that participated in the Arapaho Youth Football League, I want to say. And I actually got to see him live against the Raptors team, you know, coached by uh, or featuring, you know, a Dooley on there as well, you know, a TFG guy as well. And uh, Riken impressed me anytime he was on the field. I mean, he's just an absurd athlete, somebody who, you know, focuses on a lot of things. He's got a very good coach to help with his agility and playmaking. And, um, you know, somebody who I think is going to have a lot of opportunities and some big shoes to fill heading into Legend High School. And, you know, bringing up Legend High School, it also reminds me, you know, if you want your film broken down like, like Riken, and we're looking at Class of 2026 guys here, Please go to our link tree. You can find anything that we post on here. Our buddies over at Mile High Prep Report. And then, you know, go ahead and fill this form out. But hey, Legend, you guys had one of the most exciting passing offenses in Colorado football last season. You guys are going to want to get some work in, see how you fare against other 5A schools in competition. Go ahead and join the Colorado 77 tournament where all varsity high school programs are invited you have a chance to compete in either the South Qualifier or the North Qualifier, and then there will be a championship on June 29th. So, Legend, we would love to see those Titans there. Maybe get some of your young guys in here for a little bit of experience if they look like they're going to get varsity snaps. 
And, uh, you know, there are a lot of graduates on that legend team. So maybe getting some looks at some other 5A schools won't be a bad idea. Go ahead and go to our link tree. Click on, once again, the 77 tournament registration through Under Armour and EPO, as we call them. And from there, go ahead and click this register here for more information. All right. So go ahead and do that. Have an opportunity to win money for your football program as opposed to fundraising. It's a lot easier and more fun than going door to door and knocking and selling butter braids or coupon cards, right? So go ahead and make that process a little bit easier by participating in this 77 tournament. All that being said, talking about the future legend Titans player here at Riken Banks. You know, his Twitter is a little bit dry, but you can also find him on Instagram. Six foot, 180 pounds. That's legit. He looked like a high schooler playing out there. And uh, 4.0 GPA. And also good friends with Jack Offerdahl. Who knew that I was going to be covering a dynamic duo? And, uh, you know, I bet that these guys, any chance they can get to compare stats throughout high school or compare accolades or records, they're going to do that. Uh, seeing as how they both play football and lacrosse. I'm not sure if Jack is a basketball athlete, but, uh, you know, both these players staying very, very busy. So he sent in his film as well. So we're going to take a look at that. And I am going to just dissect him as a running back, even though I do think that he can play on, you know, that on that linebacker side. So Ryken Banks. Remember, vision, footwork, receiving, power slash explosiveness, agility, change of direction, speed, balance body control, blocking, tackle breaking, and acceleration. Combine all 10 of these, you're going to get a score out of 100. Let's get it. Oh, stats. Nice. <laughs> he had some big time interceptions. All right, so here we have him at running back. This almost looks like it could be a double pass, but no, it's a screen. This is against Creek as well. So you're going against some really good competition here. Oh, hey, there's the profile picture that I totally stole for this uh, cover, but I bet he doesn't mind too much. <laughs> All right, here we have a little bit of a counterplay. Shrugs off one, two, three, four. Okay, shrugs off two tackles, gets inside the red zone here. We got a counter step here. Eh, not as dynamic as, I, as I'd hoped. Wanted him to get focus a little bit more on that footwork, but that's all right. All right, shrugs off that. One, two, three. I wanna see more, more uh, end zone runs here. It's like he has to shrug off a tackle on every single run. I mean, you know, they have some big linemen for this legend squad, but I mean, when you're going against Creek competition, it does tend to get a little bit harder. All right, this one is very small. I mess with the quality on this at all? Yeah, let's see how much that impacts it. Uh, not too much. But I mean, this run is so far away. I mean, it looks like the, it starts somewhere around the 35 perhaps. He's almost at the 40 by the time it can focus on him. Huge, smooth. Cut here and then running back the other way. Zigzagging, serpentining his way all the way into the end zone. Sweet run. All right. We have another handoff here. 
quick cut to the outside. He's got that. Yep, and he doesn't even use the entire length of the field. So that's very reassuring from a speed perspective. They didn't have to use the whole thing. A little bit of a counter step here. Loves his stiff arm, I tell you what. Right here, I feel like there's, knowing how athletic Riken is, I feel like there's a move in his bag to address this. Or maybe you should have a spin move to get ready for this guy. Or, you know, if you're offered all, you could, you're getting ready to hurdle this guy, right? Because he's coming in low. I mean, right there, you should know what your next move is going to be. Whether you try and accelerate, whether you try and hurdle, whether you try and spin, you have, you should have enough time to make a move here. So I don't know if this is maybe a, I feel like decisiveness when making a move could fall into agility slash change direction because you have to choose a bag to kind of go with, or maybe it's a vision thing because it's like a decision-making kind of aspect. It stays on his feet though, but rather see you stay on your feet all the way to the end zone. But I mean, this Parker Hawks team was really talented skill position-wise, so they still probably scored on that. Nice run. God, he's freaking fast. All right. Oh, I need to mute this. That's what's going on with the other sound. We own no rights to that music. All right, so a little bit of a misdirection here makes a quick cut really likes these sidelines but i mean we've also seen him destroy it through the middle of the field too lots of misdirection in this offense love that very smart running here stays on his feet all the way home booyah let's go ahead and watch that counter step again It could be a little bit more invested, but at least it is a counter step. You know, I could tell what it is. All right, so here he is working out of receiver. That's an awesome catch. That is behind him and that is all hands. That's sweet. And this is great film to compare to because you have a lot of fast well-coached kiddos on that creek team he likes the sideline a little too much a little too But then he cuts it all the way back across the field. So there's that. All right, here he is out of the slot again. And he's blocking for his teammates. Oh, yes. That's a pancake. Go get another. Go get another. All right, here he is at linebacker. I don't know if this is the turning point in his film or not. Starts to kind of look like it. And he could honestly play on either side of the ball or potentially both sides of the ball. I mean, that's what he did for this Hawks team, and he did a damn good job at it as well, so. If 
that's a way better counter step. Here he is, just absolutely obliterating this entire play. Good lord. Alright, and the music is leaving us. Okay, here we go. Wow, that sounded like it said picked off. <laughs> what a, what timing by our royalty-free music here. Alright, here we go. This is in this playoff game. I was at this one. Probably didn't have too much of an eye on that because I was over on this sideline watching the game. Just trying to be on the field. Keeps fighting for that tackle. Alright, here we go. I love this running back film. This was elite playmaking in this game. Just running so aggressively all the time. Incredibly powerful. Way too powerful to be avoiding uh, tacklers sometimes. Oh, nice cut. Nice cut. I had this guy dancing over here a little bit. Oh, my goodness. Where is that? Linebacker, I want to say. Nope, at wide receiver. Any way that you could find to get him the ball was a good idea. Nice, just keeps fighting his way into the end zone. Excellent body. I mean, his body control is right up there with the best of them, honestly. Oh, my. Uh, I need to not overreact to this. But it's incredible. It's inc He could be a generational talent out of Colorado, and he could work a lot of school records, even with the crowded backfield and the very talented backfield that Legend has had in recent years. He could be a reason that Legend doesn't take a step back this year. Potentially. As long as he can learn the offense. But, I mean, they ran a, ran a somewhat complex offense here with the Hawks. So, alright, we have a little dump off here. Ugh. I know that he makes a play out of this, but also, ugh, don't go running backwards, bro. <laughs> alright, and I believe this was in the championship game, too, so... The stakes were at their absolute highest. Oh my gosh, he gets flipped there. Gosh, this Hawks team is loaded. Tackling a little high there, but we're not talking about that. Kind of Randy Orton's that guy. I don't know if that's Noah or not. Okay, it takes two guys to bring him down on that one. Here is that wide receiver. Very smart football there. Not just laying into him with a shoulder pad and drawing a penalty, but waiting for him to turn around and then just getting a really good block on him. Very good hand placement on his blocks downfield, by the way. You love to see it.
All right, we got a reverse here, a little bit more creativity, different angle of his footwork. Stiff arms across his body. You'd want to see him switch hands on that, but that's fine. Play action, then a quick screen. Gets right back up field. Insane athleticism. I'm telling you, both of these running backs on today's show are just some of the best athletes in the state for their age. It's absurd. And, you know, guys who are so athletic that they will have a chance to compete. And, you know, something to consider, too, is on our last, you know, 2026 breakdown is we're talking about Noah Moss, we're talking about Brady Vodica, and they play in the Creek program, right? They have, you know, they have a set kind of thing going on, right? Um, versus, you know, legend, lots of, um, lots of turnover, you know, in this graduating class. Uh, Dakota Ridge losing some really big names in, in the graduating class. Creek remaining a pretty young team, grad, uh, graduating very few this past year, um, especially at skill positions. So um, you have that going for, you know, those Creek guys. They have to compete against guys who already were receiving varsity snaps last year versus a little bit more opportunity for Riken as well as, you know, uh, Jack for getting into the, getting into playtime a little bit sooner. Now I just got to keep an eye out on acceleration and tackle breaking, and then we will have a final grade for Jack here. Let's see, are there any comments in our stream here? First, by the way, thank you guys so much for uh, joining us here. If you guys want to gift us any subs or leave us any bits, you know, to uh, help compensate the time that we put in here, it would be greatly appreciated. Okay, and we're back here with potentially final grades. Obviously, as this video continues to go on, there is a chance that I might have a change of heart on some of these grades. As you can see, our live, you know, kind of grade updating and how that works. Once again, go ahead and find him on Twitter, on the Bluebird, at Riken underscore Banks. Give him a follow and shout out to a phenomenal student athlete. But talking about Riken Banks, the running back here, he scored remarkably well. There are a lot of things that he does, and having seen him live, I believe the hype in Riken Banks here. And I know that there is a need here for, for Legend, and, you know, don't rush him in. 
Make sure that he understands the playbook. That's a huge part of seeing varsity snaps. But I don't see why he couldn't potentially see varsity snaps this year. I mean, just taking a look, you know, his vision, I think that sometimes he misses cutback lanes or, you know, doesn't necessarily see the first hole that he should or he's looking too hard for a different path. But also he has been shown to tear it up through the middle. He can split defenders. He can use his linemen to help create blocks for him. And, you know, his vision works very well in the receiving part of his of his game, I say, as he just runs into a brick wall and then scoots his way in. But, you know, he does find the open spot, especially on some of his deeper routes um, that, you know, are out of that bunch formation where it is hard to create a little bit of separation um, from your fellow receivers. But, I mean, on a play like that, where he cuts it all the way back across, that's sweet vision, and that's what can score him so high at a 7.9. Footwork, you know, I think that... I'm actually going to take this down just a hair here. I do think that his footwork is really, really good and advanced for his age. I think that, you know, he is taking counter steps. He is showing, you know, some more complex footwork. He's showing kind of some looks out of a receiver position. So, you know, that's why his footwork does score so high. It just is inconsistent, and it can come off a little bit lazy sometimes. I don't know if that's just scheme, kind of how that went down. But, uh, you know, you have to really sell some of those things there and engage your hips in your footwork, as odd as that sounds. Receiving-wise, I rated his receiving very solid. I mean, he's knocking on the door of being, you know, a great receiver as well. He makes some incredible grabs. He runs a decent variety of routes, not the biggest variety of routes. But, you know, he does get some advantages by being in the slot on the middle school level and getting some looks against teams that don't necessarily have a nickel cornerback in their system. And that is something that will change on the high school level. His power slash explosiveness is something to herald and be wary of. You know, he's very good at, you know, shrugging off multiple tacklers, showing great power, and then being able to kick back into high gear and, you know, use that explosiveness to find his footing and kick, you know, just kick into that gear, avoid more tacklers, and shrug off more tacklers. Uh, you know, I'm actually going to bring it down just a hair um, as I calm down a little bit. But, uh, you know, very powerful and explosive back. His agility slash change of direction, that is not something that is going to change. I mean, you saw it on the serpentine run that he can really cut it back across the field super smooth. He can cut it back across the field super smooth. And, you know, he can make a lot of guys miss agility-wise. You know, I think that is his preferred method, despite how powerful of a back he is. Just, you know, being able to do a little hip dip like that and get inside of that defender is phenomenal work here. Um, here we just have a sweet catch and find his way into the end zone here. But, you know, his agility slash change of direction is really, really good. It can be smoothed out a little bit more. And then, obviously, you know, I'm taking into account... Um, it, he sometimes he chooses to use his agility and change of direction when maybe he can opt for something else. He can opt for a truck. He could opt for a different move. So that's where I kind of put that as in his decision making of his agility slash change of direction. And then you know uh, level of competition is something that was considered because you know while he did face some really good teams and show that he also you know did it against some teams that weren't as spectacular. His speed here, I'm actually going to give his speed a slight bump here. Um, he's very fast. He's very quick. He can get away from defenses fairly easily. Um, we're going to do that, actually. And we're going to do that. Because, you know, he does slow himself down, I guess. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not a fast football player. 
His speed holds up against all of his competitors very well. And it is going back up to an eight because I can't decide. Uh, actually, it's even going to go up to that. Speaking of eights, his balance slash body control, 8.6 here. It's incredible. It's just flat out incredible. While he's not pulling off necessarily some of those crazy, you know, seven people pileups, he is constantly running through arm tackles. And, you know, what he's able to do agility-wise and the cuts that he's able to make combined with his power and his tackle breaking is what combines to a very well-rounded balance slash body control prospect here. One who can make spectacular behind-the-back catches, you know, where he has to reach back or has to go up for a big grab. That's something else, you know. He's just very multidimensional in his body control and the ways that he can use it. Blocking here, you know, he scored fairly well blocking. We actually have some blocking film downfield, you know, as a wide receiver. And, you know, as someone who played wide receiver, I understand what it takes to block downfield. And he does everything that you can ask, and he does it very smart. His intellect is what scores him so high here. Just being able to know, hey, don't lower my shoulder and draw a penalty, no matter how tantalizing, you know, that really easy hit can be. Or, you know, uh, right here, boom, it's the example. His ability to, you know, square up to the defender, put his hands right where he needs to, and then have that power to push him over. Uh, obviously, you know, don't see too much film of him blocking in the backfield. So I don't know what his pass block necessarily looks like. And in addition to that, I can't really score him higher because, you know, there are times where he can block some more people or, you know, he needs to get his legs way more involved in his blocking as well. He won't be able to just push people around. You know, he's not going to be the only 180 pound player on a football field anymore. So those are two things to consider. Tackle breaking. This guy breaks like two tackles on every single play. So of course he's going to score in the eights. I mean, there's one, one and a half there. You know, that's kind of a weird angle to get tackled at. But I mean, almost every single play, somebody gets hands on him and he manages to shrug it off in some capacity. Oh, this is going for the highlight reel here. Um, I mean, I'm just going to look at this very first play here. And this is the game against Creek that they won. One, two tackles. They're arm tackles, right? Then it takes two, three, four guys to bring him down. And his play is just like that so consistently. It's the fact that he constantly is shrugging tackles on almost every single play. And, you know, that it looks so easy to him. In addition to that, he has a really solid stiff arm. Um, obviously, you can basically always get more powerful. And I want to see how it scales to the high school level. But that's why it sits at an 8 and maybe not something higher. Despite, you know, on the middle school level, this potentially being a category that sits at a 9. Also, he doesn't tackle break as much as you know, maybe he should. He's a very powerful back, and I think that he needs to feed into that a little bit more moving into high school. And last but not least, his acceleration. I mean, isn't this just a great example, literally right here, of pff, that gear just runs right past this guy who had a huge advantage on him, and it takes an incredible angle by the defense to be able to catch him back up on that. And, uh, you know, he just does a great job of exploding into that next gear. I mean, look, great acceleration right there off to the races he's gone right he's fast he's acceleration is good enough to make it where his speed will win foot races a lot of the time as long as he doesn't inhibit himself by the sideline look shrugging off tackles boom hits that next gear gone right this is a consistent story with Riken banks and one that lands him here at a final grade of 76.6 now this could be just the amount of film that i got to watch and the consistency that I got to watch it with. But, I mean, Riken here is in an excellent position because, I mean, last year you look at the leading rushers for the Legend Titans, 
and Bryce Vaz graduated. He's committed to the University of Northern Colorado. He's averaging six yards per carry, toted the ball 274 times for them. I mean, an incredible season and 24 touchdowns. That is hard output to replace, including when your third string running back win, you know, is also leaving with another 100 yards. They do have a sophomore in Martinez returning, right, which is good, but he only recorded one touchdown last year. He only had 23 carries. So there is a lot to be a little worried about, I would say, for this legend team that is graduating so many. And, you know, who knows who's going to be their quarterback next year because anyone who threw a pass last year was a senior. So, you know, you have some question marks there. As far as the receiving core goes, their top one, two, three, four, five, six receivers all graduated. So, you know, there's a lot of snaps missing, but a really easy way to stabilize a program, I think, is by developing a running game, getting your quarterback confident, and, you know, also giving them an option out of the backfield, a check down pass that could potentially turn into a first down. And Riken Banks, I believe, is going to be capable of that heading into high school. Will he be as dominant on the high school level in his first year? I don't think so. But he is somebody who I think could make a lot of name for, make a big name for himself in this upcoming season. And, you know, even if he doesn't win the starting job, I think that Legend is another one of those schools that are going to have opportunities to maybe get some more snaps. You know, they do play a weird 5A slash 4A kind of schedule. So that is something to consider. And, uh, you know, maybe against some of these 4A schools, they might find themselves in positions to be playing Riken. But that does it for Riken. I'm going to go ahead and put his final grade in here. Riken Banks or final grade, you gotta say it the same way. Grade for Riken Banks as a running back, 76.6. Very impressive running back. One that I think has incredible finesse. And you know, one that has showed, even with missed blocks, potential to overcome something like that. And I think that that's where you'll see a huge difference between Riken and some of the other running backs that we've looked at is you know, a lot of the other running backs that we've looked at have had impeccable blocking a lot of the time. And Riken isn't necessarily the same kind of way, right? So that's where some of his higher grades may come from is the fact that he's able to do it when the blocking isn't there, when the blitz gets through, when, you know, the linebacker comes up, when he does get hit first, he's still able to consistently make plays and, you know, just shows a very well-roundedness to him of being a fast back, an agile back, and a power back. You know, there's almost nothing that he can't do, um, at least on this eighth grade level. And if he continues to develop these skills to be a very well-rounded running back, you're looking at a potential, you know, top five senior candidate in the class of 2026, which is where both of these running backs are from. So, you know, be on the lookout for these incoming freshmen competing for some spots, you know, whether that's at the running back position or, you know, he's somebody who could maybe also get some snaps at linebacker or wide receiver if they're just looking for ways to work him in there he's a multifaceted player a lot like jack is and you know being very talented in a plethora of ways is going to open up many opportunities for you on the football field but once again that was riken banks go ahead and follow him on the bluebird at riken underscore banks him and jack are also on instagram so go ahead and give them a follow you can look at our latest instagram post actually that has both of them tagged in it if you are curious on where to look. So, and if you haven't yet, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Playmaker Corner. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram where we post, you know, the covers for the episodes and when we are going to be posting them. 
look, go ahead and tag here. Oh, hey, there's Jack, right? Or you know, go back to the post. Oh, hey, check it out, Reich and Banks, right? So go ahead and make sure to find you know, us on Instagram where we announce all of our latest things. That includes this all Colorado varsity high school football tournament for 7v7 hosted by, you know, Under Armour and Evolution Player Optimization. So go ahead and check that out on our page as well. And you can find that on our Instagram, on our Twitter. Check it out. We posted today's episode cover. Hey, look, it's a link that goes straight to our Twitch, right? So you can always do that to find our Twitch streams. Hey, look, there's the post by EPO for the tournament. So go ahead and check that out on our socials. We're also on Facebook at Playmakers Corner. We're on TikTok at Playmakers Corner, where we are going to be posting a lot of our content that we kind of fell a little bit behind on. So go ahead and stay tuned for that. I mean, look, one of our last Twitch streams, episode 167, go ahead and listen to that. That is Noah Moss and Brady Vodka, right? So pay attention to our socials for all of our announcements for upcoming episodes. And, you know, TikTok will have recaps of past players that we've done breakdowns on or maybe some previews, something along those lines. Facebook, we also post all of our latest. And then, you know, obviously, follow us on Twitch. Please subscribe to us on Twitch. Gift us subs, gift us bits, whatever you can do to help support us a little bit and, you know, help us out fiscally to continue to do this and help out all of these players, whether it's your players or other players or young athletes in general. We love helping out any way that we can. But... All of that being said, thank you so much for joining us on this Twitch stream. This will be available anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. And, you know, most of our streams we will be posting secondly, and that will be a lot of our content for the summer is Twitch streams turned into podcast episodes. So make sure to just continuously stay, excuse me, stay tuned for that. And then, you know, hopefully we will see you on June 25th, 26th, and 29th. Go ahead and go to any of our link trees or, you know, look up playerops.com 77. It's a really simple website. Talk to your high school coaches, get your varsity program signed up for this so that, you know, Playmakers Corner, we have an idea on programs to look out for, and it will help with our season previews. As you know, football season, it's only June, but it's already getting started. But I have been your host for this stream, Cody Stoffer, and I am signing off. Peace.